think Rob Rubick is standing by, former Lion, great broadcaster. Uh, he joins us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. I want to get his thoughts on the Lions' run this year and the Bucks game on Sunday. How you doing, Rob? Doing great. It's a great time to be a Lions fan. Yeah, this, again, Barry, Calvin, those eras, uh, awesome to watch them individually, but there's always something missing from both those eras. And you look at this team, the franchise, Sheila Hamp, Holmes, the GM, Campbell, the coach, the coordinators, the assistants, the leadership on the field, golf, you know, top six quarterback, top five in the NFL. There aren't a lot of holes outside of an edge speed rusher and a shutdown corner. And this team has a lot that Calvin and Barry never did. Yeah, they do. They're very balanced. I, I think there's a few more holes. Huge, you're being kind of generous. I think they need another DT as well. And they need some help with guard. I, they may not be able to resign Jonah Jackson for next year. And you know, Graham Glasgow is a career backup, and he's a good career backup, but that's what he is. Uh, so they still have a few more holes, but every team has holes. So when you can limit that exposure in different areas, which they have done, and they did a pretty good job of hiding some things defensively, offense is good. Now, you, know, you say Jared Goff is a top six quarterback, and you know he's going to look to be paid this year. But Jared Goff needs to understand, huge, when he goes into the contract negotiations, he would not be this quarterback with any other team in the league. There's 31 teams that he would not be as successful because this is probably the top offensive pass protecting line in the league. It's a great run team; they can run the football. He needs play action. Look at his career. When he was with the Rams, when they went to the Super Bowl, he had Todd Gurley. They ran the stretch. They did the play action, and that's when he hit the big chunk plays to Cooks down the field or Reynolds, whoever was with him at that time. He's a play action quarterback. He needs a run game. He needs a good line. They have that here. And hopefully when they negotiate, they say, Jared, listen, you, you are great. We love you here. But you're not a $50 million a year quarterback. You could go, if he was playing another team huge that didn't give him time, we see when he has to move. You've seen it. It's not pretty. Correct? I mean, you know, Oh, yeah, he loves a clean pocket. The numbers don't lie. When he has a clean pocket, he's one of the top percentage passers in the NFL in his career. When he oh, doesn't, he's, great. he's lower third. He's great. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, a first, he's a seven-on-seven quarterback, we call him. I like him. I don't want to trade him, but I don't want to overpay him either. Yeah, I don't want to break the bank and become quarterback poor with this team because there's other spots they need. And I think Jared understands this. I think he understands what it is to play behind a bad line, what happened before he left L.A. when things started to disintegrate there. He understands that he is, he's a privileged player right now with a great offensive line. And he is a really good quarterback when given time. So it's really a nice marriage. But I, I know I'm getting a little sidetracked here, but I think we, hopefully he understands that when he sits down and talks to Brad Holmes and, and the organization knows that. And that you know, hopefully they both can come to agreement. Pay him $40 million. Say, Jared, we're not going to pay you 50 or $55 million, even though that might be the going rate. Take less. Be in a team that you know you're going to have success with. You mean you put him on a team with a bad offensive line? It, you know, huge. It's it's not great, but with a good line, he is accurate. He is smart. He goes through his uh, reads extremely well. He can go deep. He can go short. He throws the intermediate dig really well. So I, I like him. And this team, as we started with saying, is they, they they have a few holes, but not many in in the CNFL where all the teams are. Let's say every team in the NFL is a five. Well, there's a bunch of fives. There's a couple sixes, maybe a seven or two, and there's a few fours and a few threes. But the three can beat the seven. So you're in the playoffs. You're in the second round. 
Tampa can beat Detroit. Detroit can beat Tampa. Green Bay can beat San Francisco. Green Bay can't beat San Francisco. In, in which world can't they? I mean, Green Bay couldn't beat Dallas, could they? And they slapped them. So it's, it's great to be a Lions fan. And I do a show in-house at the Bud Light Zone. I tell people every week, they're like, oh, we should win this. I'm like, why? Why should we win this? You think tomorrow, Sunday, when Tampa comes in here, they don't think they're going to win huge? What do you think? Oh, no, Tampa, by the time we get to Sunday at 3 o'clock, if Green Bay beats the Niners, and I agree with you, they based on what they did at Dallas, they easily could win that game. The winner, either Tampa or Detroit, knows that uh, with a W on Sunday by 6.30 p.m., give or take, one of those yeah. two are hosting the NFC Championship. Yeah. yeah, so I think we're Packer fans once again. But we need to take our own business, and we're able to do it against L.A., and I thought L.A., besides San Francisco, to me was the most dangerous team in the NFC in the playoffs, besides our own Lions. I think our Lions are – no one wants to play the Lions either because of the balance on offense. And when you've got a team like that, it, it's hard to defend them. You can't load up the box because they can, they can throw it. And if you play a light box, they can, they're going to run it with two really talented backs. So, yeah, I'm really excited. And I, I kind of got off the track a little bit there, and I don't want to be negative because I'm not negative. I'm all in on this team. I think they got a chance to get to the Super Bowl. They got a chance if you get there to win the Super Bowl. I think they're a year away, though, Hughes, from being really a legitimate Super Bowl contender. One more great Brad Holmes draft, and he's just been hitting out of the park. One more draft where you plug in a few more guys, as you said when you started, a rush in to help Hutchinson take some of the pressure off him. I think a defensive tackle, too. I think Aline Neal's been really good, but they could use some more help in there. And lockdown corner. Let Sutton be your two. Looking at this Tampa game, why do you like the Lions to advance to the NFC Championship, and what could end that season Sunday night at home in Detroit? At the risk of sounding like every other talking head in the world, it's all about the NFL. Since I told you already, the teams are so close. It's who protects the ball. Don't turn it over. If they lose a turnover battle by one against Tampa, they still, I think, are a little bit better. They can still win. If they lose a turnover battle by two, they're not going to win. I said the same thing going into the Rams game. I said they couldn't lose it. They had to at least push. Win it or push. And they pushed. Neither team turned it over, and they won the game close. It's so it's so hard to win, and the room for error is so little in the NFL that you need to win that turnover battle. So if Tampa wants to come in here, they're going to have to turn the Lions over, create some extra possessions, and give them a set. And Baker's got to cook. I mean, he's got to play well. He played pretty well the other day. It looked like a Philly team that – had tapped out about five weeks ago to me, but he still played pretty well. What I like is we know what we're getting. We've played them already. You have film on them. You know their tendencies even more. And you can look at film, but when you actually play a team as a coach, it's much better. Because some guys on film don't look as good or they look better. One of the two. When you see them in person, which the Lions have, it lets you prepare better. So I, I like our chances. Keep keep the pocket clean. Don't make don't make golf press. When he starts to press, it's it's cannot be pretty sometimes. Stay ahead of the sticks. Uh, play action on first down. I'm screaming at – I love Ben Johnson, but I'm watching the game with my son. I'm, I'm saying the second half, he ran the ball four times there on first down. You, you have to self-critique. You can't be predictable. He was becoming predictable. I kept going, play action, play action. As soon as he got back to that game, things opened back up and he was fine. So uh, I like your chances, Huge. I really think you're going to win. I think it's going to be a, a 24 – you know, maybe, let me see, touchdown, two field goals. We're good in the red zone. 24, maybe, what, 13, or maybe in 24-16 game. Uh, I like the Lions' chances. No, no, but like I said, play clean. 
Rob Rubick, great job uh, on air, TV, radio. Uh, love his insight. Former player uh, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Rob, man, enjoy that game with the family, with the friends at Ford Field, and we'll talk soon. And maybe next week we'll be talking about the Lions in the NFC Championship game, hosting it at home against the Pack. Oh, huge. Don't even tease me, buddy. Mm. Don't even. It, it was like a jet engine last week. What's it going to be like this week? It's going to be out of control. Lion fans, none better. Amen, brother. You take care, my man. All right, huge. Yeah, Rob Rubick. I like him. He's honest.